All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast. Fresh off of watching the recent dub for uh, Dragon Ball Super versus My Hero Academia, just you know, going through season three once more since the wait is unbearable, and it actually got me thinking. To be honest, currently I think the um, My Hero Academia manga is much better than Dragon Ball Super manga. I did talk about this once, I just want to touch upon it again and then talk about something else. The manga current state, the current state of manga for Dragon Ball Super is terrible in my opinion. Even though it has so many great payoffs now and then, that doesn't make up for, well, the whole thing just being inconsistent. There's a lot of problem problems with the Manga. I really don't care that they're moving away from the anime. I like that they're doing their own stuff. That's cool. The end game, the settings, they're all the same. The journey is different. The problem is that, to be honest, I think the um, whole uh, you know, universe, universe survival saga was handled way better in the anime than it was handled in the manga. To be honest... The anime did hints at hidden at some subtle things for Ultra Instinct. They did. You can't deny that. The very episode where Goku is like using his instincts to move around the city, that is a hint. Maybe we didn't get to you get to realize it at first, but it was there. And probably they should have had more than just that. But you know, it was this arc was seriously satisfying. The whole fights, the whole call back to the past. Many things. Many characters got great moments. I'm not talking about someone like Krillin or Tien. They got screwed terribly at this tournament. But the rest was good. Everything about the tournament was good. The whole lead up to Ultra Instinct. Even though I would have preferred that you know he stayed dead, stayed dead for a few episodes as they did with Android 17. Then he suddenly comes back. It would have been way cooler. But... This was cool nonetheless, I mean, that's just me, but the whole journey to even master the Ultra Instinct, the way it was handled, the energy, you know, one thing that manga seems to forget is that Master the Ultra Instinct is a state where even gods of destruction have trouble holding it, or even achieving it, so obviously somebody without a god's body is gonna fail, and it's gonna have repercussions. When Ultra Instinct turns into a mastered Ultra Instinct, it's amazing. You just go as much as possible, releasing that much energy. And somebody made a joke. And it's not a joke, it's basically real. He actually created a universe with that much energy. So, the whole thing is that um, the anime handled many things much better than manga. Manga was just... Just moving through as fast as possible. And that's what bugged me. Why do you move so fast? A lot of things weren't even handled right. And to be honest, Dragon Ball Super Manga is not good right now. I mean, it really, really is bad. I don't like it. There's a lot of good things about it. But the bad really outweighs it. And you guys know it. I don't care about the art style, to be honest. I mean... Well, it's serviceable, but there's a lot of things that's missing. The story, the character development, many things. 
I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. It, I didn't feel excited for Vegeta when he went Super Saiyan Blue Evolution, or whatever we're calling it these days. But, you know, when in the anime he did that, it was epic. When Goku was in Kaioken form, and Vegeta in uh, Super Saiyan Blue Evolution, and they moved towards Jiren, that was epic. The whole fight was epic. Though, I still don't get why they said that they couldn't work harmoniously, even though they trained with Whis, with both of them attacking Whis at the same time. There's a lot of things I don't get with the anime versus the manga. So in my case, I think anime in Universal Survival Saga seriously destroyed the manga, whereas uh, the whole Future Trunks saga in manga was supremely on par with the anime, and in some cases even better. Who can forget the art for Goku Black when he was going to Super Saiyan Rose? It was seriously amazing art. So there are many things between them. But seriously, the manga sucks in many places. When we are even comparing the um, first two arcs, they were terrible. The fighting, the you know, universe six versus seven arc was not bad. But that's it. We just have two of them remaining and still I think anime wins now that's something else I want to talk about right now is the difference between them like like when I said My Hero Academia My Hero Academia's anime and manga have been really close in the adaptations they almost recreated everything and the thing is even though My Hero Academia can be considered a little bit too um, heavy on in the pages for material, it really pays off. I know there's a lot of dialogue spread out and you just sometimes don't even read through them. But the whole art is consistent, the story is very consistent, it's really good. Now, I don't think it's fair to compare uh, My Hero Academia to Dragon Ball Super because it would be unfair to Dragon Ball actually, not to My Hero Academia. So I'm gonna go with Dragon Ball Z, which I think is a much fairer comparison. Now, why am I comparing them together? And why did I bring Dragon Ball Super here? Well, a couple of reasons. It seems to me some anime and manga as experienced as Dragon Ball, it should handle things much better than they are right now. One Piece is going way stronger than it first started. And it's amazing how many episodes it still has and how many manga chapters it has. It's just going. They keep it fresh for some reason. And I don't know how. I mean, if it was me writing about pirates, I'd be running out of ideas. But this writer is just crazy. He just brings so many things to the table. So, it's not okay for, you know anyone to say that Dragon Ball has a good reason, they've been here long. No. In terms of manga chapters and animes, I gotta say One Piece seriously outweighs Dragon Ball. So, and they just went non-stop for decades. So no, Dragon Ball, you cannot use that excuse. It's not a good one anyways. Now, to my ideas, I think that My Hero Academia does a amazing job for manga and anime they have a great story they have a lot of secrets there they have everything that you want but what i love more is that they move through each arc without 
you know, um, any problems without anything that can be considered anticlimactic. They just move at the best pace possible. Horikoshi is an amazing writer, and his inspiration was Dragon Ball, as he said many times that he loves Dragon Ball and, of course, like he said, the American comics. To be honest, the whole look of My Hero Academia, when you look at it, you just feel like you know, it's American-inspired. The first time I looked at it, I was like, huh, All Might looks like an American hero. And the name, so Japanese. <laughs> so, the thing here is that My Hero Academia knows what it's doing. It's just moving forward. It's strong. It has a beginning and, a, and an end, according to Horikoshi. He knows that this, and he's just moving on. And he's not afraid to, you know, change something in characters. He's going as strong as possible. He just knows everything for his characters. He creates amazingly good um, arcs for each of them. And that's impressive. I love that. Now, when it comes to Dragon Ball Super, I'm going to actually compare Dragon Ball Super to both Dragon Ball Z and My Hero Academia. Dragon Ball Z, in terms of story, was very close to the manga, obviously. We all know this. The manga was already amazing. The payoff to see Goku turn into Super Saiyan was amazing. The fight with Frieza, the fight between Kid Gohan, actually Teen Gohan, and Cell was amazing. The Super Saiyan 2 transformation, my god. Super Saiyan 3 transformation. There's many good scenes. And memorable ones in Dragon Ball. Most of them revolve around the transformation. And to be honest, it, they were all great. When it came to Dragon Ball Super, even though I think that in the anime, not the movie, but the anime, the, the Super Saiyan Blue was explained much better than expected. And as you could see, Goku tried to channel Super Saiyan God alongside Super Saiyan. And that explained things much better than the lengthy name Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. So, even though it was, it, was, it didn't feel epic. I don't know, maybe it's the coloring of the hair. Before I actually got back into Dragon Ball, I had seen the transformation. I was like, is it fan art? Why is his hair blue? So, when I saw it, I was like, okay, I sort of get it. But the problem is, it's not about understanding, it's about that excitement. Super Saiyan 2 had a lot of excitement. Super Saiyan 3 had a lot of excitement. Whether it was in the Fusion Reborn or the anime when he was showing off to Bobbity. So, see, there were many great scenes. To be honest, Dragon Ball Super also had amazing transformation for Ultra Instinct and Master of Ultra Instinct. And it got us excited, but there's a difference. Something that also my, that my Hero Academia got right. When those transformations happened, when that battle happened, after that, it was epic. It made you cry. It made you scream at your TV or computer, wherever you're watching. To be honest, back when I watched Super Saiyan 2 happening, I just cried tears. I couldn't wait until the next episode. And when Gohan finally did the Kamehameha without speaking it and with one hand, it was epic. I just hated Cell for existing again. And when he finally got him, I was just screaming at TV like, Do it! Finish him! 
And that's how excited it got me. Honestly, that's what My Hero Academia did with me as well. It doesn't have transformations, but it has amazing fights. The fight between Deku and Ma Muscular was amazing. It makes you actually cry. It makes you maybe believe that Deku is going to die. I remember thinking to myself, why are you doing this? Just go. But then you, of course, realize that there's no way you can run with this guy. Or when All Might fights all for one. God damn, it was amazing. I actually cried. And I knew that there's a very good chance he might die here. Given his stage of, you know, his state of uh, body. So I just cried, screamed at the TV, just do it all might. I was crying and when he won, I actually just teared up. It was inevitable. But with Dragon Ball Super, when you see Ultra Instinct happening, first of all, you don't cry. You're not like, oh no, Goku's actually dead. Who's going to believe that? Then when he comes with Ultra Instinct, you just get excited. When there's Master of Ultra Instinct happening, again, you don't cry. You don't get excited. You're just like, yay, new transformation. And you're like, oh crap, he's so OP. You like it. You don't go overboard with emotions. And you can't deny it. You do go overboard with emotions when watching Dragon Ball Z. Krillin dying? For real? Goku turning into Super Saiyan? Believe me, all of us got that reaction. We were angry. Like, why would you do that? How terrible is this guy? You know? Or Vegeta sacrificing himself to stop Majin Buu. Who didn't cry? That's the problem with Dragon Ball Super. It doesn't have any moment like that anymore. It doesn't make you tear up. To be honest, I felt really bad for Vegeta fighting against Juran, but it didn't make me feel anything. Now, that's the problem. Dragon Ball Super is a good one, but it feels like a tired series compared to everyone else. It doesn't feel like it's back in its own form. We love Dragon Ball. Every one of us does. If, if it weren't for Dragon Ball, we wouldn't have any other animes and mangas that we have now. Because this anime and manga inspired the rest. It's the main daddy. Without it, Naruto wouldn't exist. Bleach probably wouldn't exist. Fairy Tale, My Hero Academia. These are all that were inspired by this. But the problem is, the one who started it all is now lagging behind. I don't know why. It's bad. Dragon Ball is such a huge franchise that they probably don't know what to do with it. I'm thinking now and, you know, just comparing these series together, it just makes me more disappointed at Dragon Ball Super. Like, how hard was it? Now we come to something else. Even though Dragon Ball Z story was better than Dragon Ball Super, it still had some issues. It's not supposed to be completely perfect. To be honest, out of the 300 episodes that it probably had, maybe we can say that probably 50 of them were very memorable and the rest were like just, why are you even existing? To be honest, it's not a criticism. It happens. With many other animes, you just, you know, you just know there are many episodes, so obviously you can't remember every single one of them. But they're memorable ones, but usually those are the fight ones, because the fights were actually exciting. 
This is not to say Dragon Ball Super's fights were not exciting. They were exciting. The thing is that Dragon Ball Z had characters that were more memorable than the episodes. I remember those episodes. I liked them. But the thing is, I remember those characters even more than the episodes themselves. I remember those character developments, those events that mattered most. That mattered for character development themselves. Now, thing is, the Dragon Ball Z story wasn't exactly set in stone. Many things changed, and I'm thankful that they did. For example, inclusion of Cell and Android 17 and 18 was very vital. But there are many other things that just makes you shocked. Android 16's character development, for one. Android 17, 18, everything. Basically, Goku's own character. To be honest, I loved Goku's character at the end of Dragon Ball Z. He was a more serious guy. He knew what he was doing, even though he was a little goofy. In Dragon Ball Super, he's just stupid. You're just thinking to yourself, like, how is this guy not dead? So that's it. I think that Dragon Ball Super is not a bad anime, but that's it. For, a, for an anime going after with the name of Dragon Ball, it should be more epic. Now we come to My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia, I think, is going to be the next Dragon Ball. It's not probably going to inspire a lot more animes or man- mangas because the already, already the f- first one to do that is here, <laughs> so it's not possible. But I think it's like a torch passed on from Dragon Ball to My Hero Academia. No matter how successful One Piece, Naruto, things like this were, I don't think any of them had the success My Hero Academia has. Why is that? Aside from the great character development, Horikoshi actually gives every character a moment to shine. You don't feel like this character has been overused. For example, in many of the arcs, you see students working together. You see many of the scenes focus on these students, and you see them progress. Yaoyo Rozo progressed and became a much more confident character. Todoroki was able to use his fire quirk. We also see Bakugo change a little from his usual explosive self, <laughs> even though he's still very angry all the time. Izuku actually trying to be better as a hero, going to 20% control, which is a big deal for a guy who kept breaking his bones. Ida, in the latest chapter, getting a quirk upgrade, which was amazing. You know, these things are what makes this manga, this anime, very successful. The very fact that they spend time to basically work on every character's backstory, give them time to shine, is amazing. They, just, they don't just focus on one character. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super focused only on the Saiyans. You didn't get to see Tien, to sh- Tien shining anymore. You, you did see one scene, but right now, do you did see that? Hell no. Of course, one can say that you know, the stakes are much higher, so obviously they can't shine. But does it mean that they don't have good things to contribute to the whole group? Of course they do. But that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe we can excuse Dragon Ball for that, but go take a look at One Piece. There's no way you can actually say that One Piece fails at this, that One Piece sucks at this. One Piece is really doing it. They are really making each character shine in their own moment. They have their own 
moment. And that's amazing to me. My Hero Academia is, to me, more successful than Dragon Ball Z right now. Why? Let's just take a look. So far, My Hero Academia has had about uh, 13 episodes there, 25, 23, about 60 episodes or so, if I'm not mistaken. 48, 13, yeah, about 60. Let's, just, let's go with the number 60. I'm, I may be wrong uh, with the numbers a little bit. Maybe a one or two, give or take. But... The thing is, with 60 episodes, this show progressed way too far in the story, and yet it didn't fail. They just went on with it, the characters were amazing, they all got some progression, the whole arc was moving forward, they got a lot of progressions and didn't feel forced. Whereas Dragon Ball, until it's episode 100, 100 actually, we didn't get to see... Um, the whole, uh, you know, sorry, word got lost on me. The whole Super Saiyan thing. The thing is that Dragon Ball was really slow. Dragon Ball Z was a seriously slow show when it started. It had way too much on their hands. This could be the manga's fault because they adapted it directly. But the fact is, even though they had that many chapters and it was still fresh, they didn't get that much to go with. They didn't do much progression. I'm not even counting Dragon Ball. Not Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball. So, that's bad. Compared to um, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Super actually got a lot of things done until episode 60. They went really fast. They actually covered three arcs. We could say that maybe the arcs were shorter than expected. Of course, two of them were movies first. The third one was just an idea, a short idea, to just fill the gaps, in my opinion, because there was no real progression there for any of the characters, except for Goku, who went Kaioken with Super Saiyan Blue. So, that's the thing. My Academia is really strong. I don't want to jinx this thing. Knock on wood. So, I really like it. I think the manga currently is amazing. It's going really strong. I don't know how this guy does this. He's an amazing guy. Horikoshi is a genius, in my opinion. He has gold. What I hope is that it doesn't turn into Dragon Ball Super, where there would be like terrible excuses to just you know move the story forward. Now, I would love to see what would happen when Deku becomes number one hero and move forward from that, because I'm sure that we're not going to see all of these students with each other, they're going to be spread out. But, you know, there's going to be a lot more story to explore. There's going to be love stories. There's going to be children involved. Everything. So, it's going to be way cooler to watch all of that. To read about it. But, this isn't the thing with Dragon Ball Super. Every time they say the new chapter of the manga comes out, I'm excited. But I'm not expecting much to begin with. Whenever a new episode comes out, I'm very excited. But I keep my expectations at check. in check. So, what I'm trying to say is, I think I realized that maybe Dragon Ball is losing what it made it, what made it Dragon Ball. Maybe we're into a place where things are 
no longer serious. Goku died once, if you remember. Vegeta died. And they stuck for a long time. But now, that, that feeling is not there. I'm not expecting them to die. I just want them to be very close to death. So it would be exciting. So that, you know, you would be like, do it! Honestly, honestly, when it comes to saying, like, do it, I did yell at the screen when Goku and Frieza were defeating Jiren. I didn't cry it. I promise you. But it got me excited. <laughs> so, you know, I think Dragon Ball needs that. My Hero Academia comes from Dragon Ball. They know what they're doing. Simply because they're taking what made Dragon Ball Z amazing and continuing it. So, I'm thankful that such thing is moving forward. And maybe My Hero Academia is going forward with the trend that Dragon Ball actually started. But I just hope Dragon Ball Super, when it comes back, we all know it's coming back, when it comes back as an anime, it will be better than expected. Now my biggest problem with Dragon Ball Super, the art sucks. Comparing it to My Hero Academia, My Hero Academia looks so freaking clean. Of course, I read how they do, do this, achieve this, and it seems like they work a lot. But it's so goddamn clean. Dragon Ball Z also had a really good animation and quality. Dragon Ball Super, it looks nice, but it doesn't feel nice. It feels like you could have worked more on this. Really. They feel more like anime characters than real characters. That's saying something. My Hero Academia, when you watch it, the, how clean it is, and everything is just so realistic, you actually feel like, wow, this is such a good animation. Dragon Ball, you're like, okay, did they just make one version of Goku's hair and paste it everywhere? Because that hair doesn't move. Neither does Vegeta's. Whereas, you know, Dragon Ball Z, it kind of moved. It really did. Go watch. It moved from time to time. Maybe not always, but, but it felt more real than this one. It looks too glossy. I don't know if that's the thing, but Dragon Ball Super characters, they all look too glossy. Like, you know, they've been covered in something. <laughs> like, they've been covered in spandex, transparent spandex. So, that's a bad thing. They should fix that, I think. But, of course... Shout out to Universal Survival Arc because it had some of the greatest anime moments in terms of art. I'm not denying that. Some of them were freaking amazing. We all know which one I'm talking about. Many episodes throughout the Universal Survival Arc had amazing animation. But that's, that's not good. Because up until you know, even the end of Goku Black Saga and moving on to Universal Survival Arc... The art wasn't something to be crazy about. It was normal. But is it bad? I don't think it was bad. To be honest, Dragon Ball Super had terrible animation in the beginning. We can say that the animation is probably good. Not amazing. I don't think that a few episodes of amazing artwork can save the whole series. But it was good. They had a good effort. And to be honest, it needed a makeover. Right now, I think the design that they're making with the movie is much better than anything else that has been done. And I love it. There's move in the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. <laughs> I'm really obsessed with that. 
and they don't look glossy. That's what I love about it. That's why I think many people are resonating with this. The hairs, they don't look glossy. That they, they look like actual real hair. No real hair, no real hair glosses. They don't shine brightly. You know? That's why I think many people love this new artwork. I hope they keep it in the anime. I hope they actually work hard on every episode to make it look like this. It shouldn't be too tough. Boku no Hero Academia actually might be super popular, but not more popular than Dragon Ball. And the thing is that when you compare them, you should be thinking like, okay, so does this mean that Dragon Ball's animation team from Toei is weaker than Toho? Or the budget is less? I don't believe that. So yeah, they should really work on that. I hope they keep improving. And we all saw how much better this new animation style is when they were comparing Broly's design from Dragon Ball Super Super Dragon Ball Heroes to Dragon Ball Super Broly. It was really clear who was the better one. Maybe it was on purpose from the development team to just show that how much further how much better we're getting at this. So those are my thoughts. I think that Dragon Ball Super really, really needs something to help it to stay relevant. Because otherwise, there's a lot of animes out there that are real competition to this guy. Sure, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball as a whole franchise is going to stay. But we don't want it to go downhill more and more. We don't want another Dragon Ball GT. By the way, I'm not saying I hate Super Saiyan 4. I actually like it now. But, to be honest, the whole storylines, they sucked. A villain named Baby? And they calling Vegeta Baby Vegeta? Really? Sheesh. Okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. This one actually got really long. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that Dragon Ball Super, at least, needs um, something to reignite its flames? Or do you think it's already good and there's nothing to be changed about it it's already that good or do you think that maybe it needs to be what dragon ball z was right currently by the way in polls koku's the strongest anime character next to him is saitama to be honest goku is obviously we're gonna remain as the strongest fighter ever mainly because he transcended godhood and went beyond that with Master Ultra Instinct. So, yeah. There's no way this guy's gonna be beat. Unless one of the guys in the anime business decides to make a character like Saitama. Who is actually a god. And they take the place. Seriously, the guy who made One Punch Man made him OP from the very get-go. He actually just went into that second place. For no reason. And I don't know how the hell he keeps it actually so entertaining. Good job. By the way, why isn't One Punch Man even more popular? Is it because he's only One Punch Man? Really? I hope not, because I actually like the guy. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, Deku can become the next All Might, but I don't think he's going to beat Goku in these rankings. Even Naruto might be more stronger than Deku. But that's up for debate, that who's stronger than who... And I'm not going to start it now. I actually have a theory of, on something related to My Hero Academia. Maybe 
it will be as crazy as my Aizawa is the UA trader kind of theory. I hope that uh, you guys will enjoy it. I just have to think a little more on it. I, I really don't have all the clues right now. I hope it will be good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I hope you had fun listening to me and that you're maybe intrigued by all these uh, talks. I hope we'll get to talk again tomorrow. And thanks for joining me. See you guys soon.